It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello and welcome. My name is Kate Nelligan, and I have my mother, Peggy Nelligan, with us. This is the first episode of Metaphysical Mastery. Hi, welcome. Glad you're here. Um, We're really excited to talk to you today about a topic called Elements and Elementals. And it's such a perfect time if you're listening live, tomorrow is Earth Day, and uh, we also just had St. Patrick's Day with the leprechauns. So we're going to get into this. If this is a topic you know a lot about, maybe you'll learn something new. That's our hope. If not, we think we're going to hopefully be able to educate and inspire you today and really call you into action to partner more with the Earth, to listen and communicate and connect. So I'll tell you just a brief bit about me, and then I'm going to ask my mom to introduce herself. So I am an equine-partnered life and business coach, animal communicator, author, and speaker, and I've really dedicated my life to the human-animal bond. So I'm really excited to bring you my mom. She's a little nervous, but she's going to be just fine. (laughs) And uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi. Hi. I'm Peggy Nelligan, and I'm currently the director of the Metaphysical Center in New Jersey. And we've been in operation uh, since 1956. So we've been teaching classes in metaphysics and parapsychology in the New Jersey area since then. And um, right now we're trying to do a number of things online, since this seems to be the way of the future. So. That's where we are at this time. Both Katie and I both have uh, our degrees in spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica. Katie got hers first and then said, Mom, this is something you've got to do. So that's kind of how we decided we share this between us in this capacity. Yeah, so right now the world is in an interesting process of spiritual awakening, and there is so much to learn and we're really excited today to just talk about one topic we have other topics coming in future months so you'll have to just make a note to tune in on the third Thursday of the month at 1 p.m. mountain because we have really more fun topics coming like past lives mm-hmm. and um, we'll probably talk about the goddesses but today let's focus on the elements and the elementals so this is really metaphysical musing, so we're going to kind of have a, a little bit of some story, some practical, and really some teaching. So, Mom, tell me what are the four elements and okay, the elementals? Well, well, basically, this is, it's a little tricky because if you're talking about Western culture, you're talking about fire, earth, air, and water in terms of the elements. If you're bringing in more of an Eastern um, uh background, you really want to add a fifth element, and that would be wood and metal instead of air. Um, Some teachings say that there's actually a fifth element called ether, and in metaphysics, there's actually a teaching that says there are seven elements, uh, four that we recognize now, and that three that we are not yet focused on, but will be coming available to us as our consciousness raises. In terms of the elementals, um, 
they're basically that go along with the different elements. You've got the, they're actually called nature spirits. Uh, that's another name for them. And so you've got the earth nature spirits, um, which sometimes they're called gnomes um, and different things. Then you've got the water spirits called undines, the fire spirits, which who are called salamanders. And then you have the, um, what did I forget? Oh, the air spirits are called silt. So those are the the four uh, elementals that go along with the four elements that we currently are aware of. That's so interesting. So, you know, being someone that grew up on both coasts, East Coast and then West Coast, I feel like I was such a water element. I needed the water element so badly and then had to move to the mountains, right? I'm outside of Boulder, Colorado. And I just felt so called to the mountains. Um, and there's all these bumper stickers that say the mountains are calling. So do you feel sometimes that we're drawn to certain places to be supported by that element? Like, I know you're, you're on the East Coast, right, either in New Jersey, Florida. Like, do you feel like the water is supporting you? Do you get a sense that people are drawn to certain areas where they live? I think that's probably very true. Um, and it can be for a number of different reasons. I mean, if you look at your astrological sign, um, we're either a fire, earth, air, or water. Astrological sign, all the 12 months are divided into those four uh, categories. So, for example, I'm, I'm a Gemini, so I'm an air sign. You happen to be a Capricorn, so you're an earth sign. So, in some sense, we may be drawn more to, to an element that correlates with our sun sign as well. But remember, we've also got not only our sun sign, our moon is important, and the um, planet that was coming up over the horizon at the time of our birth is also very important. So depending on where they fall, like, could we, they could be drawn to that area as well. And then you've also worked with me before when you use some training and clearing, like um, clearing energies, right? I have a different type of training and clearing energies, but when you clear energy, you'll often tell me, like, which element is out of balance, and then there's ways to, like, support that specific element. Because we're essentially connected to these elements, obviously, right, as we're connected to nature, but we're all, we are the elements as well, right? That's right, yeah. If, if you look at it, uh, we're made up of protoplasm, and that's the formal basis of our life. So carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen are the chemical elements that we use. And they correlate in turn. Water is connected with hydrogen, earth with nitrogen, and air is oxygen, and fire is carbon. So everything is really interconnected, um, you know, as we go through the different elements, both physically, chemically, and as well as in nature. Because as you said, we are nature. We're not separate from nature. We are nature. Yeah. Not all of it, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's also so many people are so drawn to nature to replenish and restore and rejuvenate because they are connected to a lot of these elements right out, you know, right away. Um, you know, certainly if you're sitting near a body of water, you've got water and earth and air immediately. So when things get out of balance, it's really bringing things back to balance, right? You talk to me a lot about balance. So what, what is one way that we can kind of know when we're in balance or out of balance? I know for me, like if I feel like as being an empath, if I start to feel heavy, I know I need to shower. 
um, or like wa- we were taught to wash our hands to clear energy. My favorite recently that I just told a client about is you can actually work the vagal nerve by really splashing a lot of water on your face. Right, so like water mm. itself is in my mind like a purifier, right? It also inspires. Absolutely. But how else do you work? Like, so we'll talk for a second. Like, you worked with the fire because so we had a fire close to my house yesterday, and I was upset about it. I have issues with fire. Uh, I moved out of Los Angeles because the fires were getting too close, and now like yesterday was my fourth evacuation bag packed, and it's not fun. Like, so my my question is like. How do how can we work with these elements also to help them get back into balance too? Yeah, and um, you know, so much of this imbalance is caused in many different ways. It's not just by people, but that is one thing. But take a look at your own life. So, for example, if you find there's a lot of fire going on in your life, ask yourself what emotion is coming up for you. And anger would be one that might be very strongly connected with fire. So that would be one you want to try and balance. And, of course, when you look at the wheel and connect the different elements, especially through the Chinese system, um, water is the balance for fire, and water puts out fire. So you want to bring in an, an emotional energy that balance that anger that you'd have. And, of course, one of the things, gratitude is one of the quickest ways to balance um, angry energy. Find out what you're grateful for. So that's how you balance using one of the um, one of the elements with the other. You know, earth, for example, is it puts a damp a damper on fire. Wood, if you look in the Chinese one, wood actually um, blocks. Earth blocks wood. That's one of the things that can happen. We can dam it up. So, or water. So, yeah, all of the elements are interconnected in some way, just like in our own bodies. They're all connected with us. We're not separate one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's why if, you get, if you're very, very passionate, it's great, and it's a decent amount of fire energy. So then it's like can you, like I do weekly salt baths to like really soothe and be in water, balance, because I have a lot of passion and fire energy. But what's interesting is, like, yesterday I was, I was getting angry, like, oh, I can't believe I'm packing my fourth evacuation bag, and why is this happening to the earth? I've started to, like, create story. And I, I, my intuition luckily comes online all the time and just says, hey, like, you're, you're getting angry. You're just adding anger to this fire. And then later when I was talking to you, you said the same thing, and I'm like, oh, it's so true. Like, we have to take that individual personal responsibility if we also want to see, like, the – the change in the world and especially in the earth and the environment. And so, you know, I do my, I grid fire, like I'm not something I've learned how to do energetically. It's tiring, but I do it. You told me you ho'opono the fire, right? Which is the forgiveness prayer. I'm sorry. Please Mm -hmm. forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Um, So I do feel like we can also talk to the elements, right? Like, I know I always think the water when I'm with it on the beach, and I'm super grateful for that. And then what was funny last night, too, when I was talking to you, I saw a license plate sign that said, be grateful, right, as we were talking about the mm. fire. And it's, it's true. It is a balancing piece. So I just think when I think of the four elements, I think of frozen. Do you – and we saw frozen two together. Do you feel like mm-hmm. – and that's really where they talk about the elements. Do you think that's a good depiction if people were to go watch that it again? Yeah. And you know what's so interesting that I love is that they, you know, the, those cute little figures that are the salamanders. The salamander is the symbol for fire. 
And it's so cute how they portrayed it in that movie and they put it out. It's, it's definitely a fire energy that, and again, you know, as you said, it, fire can be both destructive and beneficial. Fire warms us, you know, um, passion and, and compassion are words that really bring out the very best. Love brings out the best. Those are fire energies. It's yeah. when it gets out of control, you know, that it becomes destructive. So, and the same, I was thinking of that with me, being an air sign, I tend to be up in my head a lot and I do it. And so I have to constantly call upon my earth energy to ground me, get me back down on the ground, keep myself centered. Um, So I think as long as we're aware of what the different energies can do, it is helpful to us for sure. Yeah, definitely. My mentor said to me the other day, she's like, you're really, because I know I partner with the animals, but she's like, you're really going to be partnering with the earth more moving forward, right? As I'm really like in this deep inquiry of how I can be a landowner, really more a steward of land and, and calling that in. And like, it is like, we can really partner with the earth. It is about getting grounded, right? In so many ways, mm-hmm. it's about the trees. It's about having just appreciation for all of it because it's so magical and it's so beautiful. And I find that all of these elements are here to serve for sure. And yes, they can get out of bounds like we can, but how can Mm -hmm. we all take kind of that collective responsibility to to honor these elements, to stay in communication with them, to, to be an inquiry and what's out of balance within ourselves and to rebalance, like it's all there for us. So I will, I love Mm -hmm. how you mentioned the salamander. I want to shift into a second, the elementals, right? Because I don't think a lot of people talk about this and time's already flying by. So <laughs> tell me about the elementals again. Like what, there's the fairies, there's the leprechauns. Like let's let's talk about them. Okay. Um, well, one thing I'm going to mention is that a lot of people use the word fairies just as general. And there is the spelling F-A-E-R-I-E, the fairy realm is, another name for the elementals. It's the general realm that is given to the nature spirit. Um, They prefer, actually, what I've heard is they prefer to be called nature spirits. And um, that word elemental is something that actually came around in the 16th century um, uh, from Paracelsus. And that is where the technical part of it comes from. But they're really nature and they're, they're you know, they're spirits, spiritual beings, real spiritual beings that exist in nature. Um, so what was your question, Kate, that they, which, oh, what are they? About the, let's talk about, yeah, tell me what they are. Cause like, I don't okay. think about this very often, right? Even though I'm, right. I've studied a lot of different things. So I think people might need an education. So just t- tell us about sure. them. Okay. Let me start with the kind of a little bit of the beginning. These, um, beings, these elementals are actually part of a life wave called the Devic Kingdom, D-E-V-I-C. They are divas, D-E-V-A. And it's so funny that we're doing this podcast, divas that care spelled a little differently. But the the diva, uh, spelled D-E-V-A, actually in in Hindu means the shining ones. So I was thinking, we're really the shining ones as divas as well. Kind of uh, interesting that we have that. Divas that care as a community is shining a lot of light on things. So, yeah, I love that you bring that up. For sure, yeah. So the Diva Kingdom is um, is is a huge realm. I don't. I guess kingdom is it's an old fashioned word, but it's it's a whole um, group of beings, the very simplest and 
basic ones are the nature spirits, and it goes all the way up to the archangels because the angels and archangels are part of the, the divic kingdom. If, if you look at a hierarchy, that's kind of the way it goes. When you look at the nature kingdom, you've got your minerals and your plants and your animals and then your home, humans. Um, and you and I have disagreed on this, whether we are a different animal, but we are also animals, but we also have something else that's a little different. Um, and then it goes up beyond that to to those who have been here and have advanced to other levels, the Kohans and so forth. And that's another uh, group, grouping. So the divas are different than the nature um, kingdom that we belong to, the human, but they are called the nature spirits. So um, the, the earth elementals, obviously, are connected with the earth. And again, the word that is commonly used are the gnomes to go with the earth elementals. But there are many, many others. Um, and they basically work with the earth. Leprechauns are an example that go with that. And so are the fairies, F-A-I-F-A-I-R-I-E, not the F-A-E-R. That fairy realm includes all of them. But the fairies specifically are part of the uh, earth elementals. And then you've got the water elementals, the undines. And they, um, they again, they're a whole group of people, um, beings, that work with the emotions as far as people go. Um, and then there are the air elementals called the sylphs, um, and they're a very high energy. Their, their energy is, is the highest high vibration of all of them, I think. And they really work with people when they're using their minds, um, very inspirational and creative, particularly in the creative arts. And then, of course, the fire elementals, and that represents spirit. And if I mentioned before, those are the salamanders. Um, and it's funny, I, I, I think and I don't know, but they're, I don't, you don't confuse those salamanders with the little reptiles that we see very often here in Florida especially. Um, but I do believe that they're in some way connected with the fire-breathing reptiles that uh, were here in the early days of Earth's creation. Um, maybe, you know, from that line, I don't know. Um, but again, the movie Frozen was a perfect example of, of those. So those are the four basic groups of elementals. Yeah, that salamander is so cute in that movie. <laughs> I, um, I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot here. So there's earth elementals, water, air, and fire. Love it. And I honestly had never really heard of the undines or the sylphs until – I started mm-hmm. to read your materials on all of this. So I just found that fascinating. I think so much of the common thing that we talk about is these earth elementals, right? Certainly the leprechauns with St. Patrick's Day. The gnomes seem to come out around spring with gardening, the fairies as well. So why do you think there's this, like, like I don't know if I'm just more aware of it, but I really do feel like there, it's growing where there's so many more gnomes. Like you can't walk into – even like a Home Depot, right, or any sort of garden store without there being a ton of, like, gnome imagery, and then the fairies are everywhere, and people are making fairy gardens. And So why do you think there's this, this like, increase in seeing all of these? Right. Well, honestly, I, I believe that they've always been around. You could go back many, many generations and see these little figures in homes and places. But I think it's especially prominent right now. You know, the earth is in big trouble. <laughs> I mean, 
whatever you want to call is going on with the climate or pollution or any of the different areas, the earth is in trouble. And remember, the earth is also a, a very living being. Gaia, many, many call her Gaia, Mother Earth, whatever words you use, but she's in trouble. And the elementals, particularly the earth elementals, are their main job is to build up form, maintain the form, and then destroy the form when the time is ready to be happen, like just like what happens with us. You know, we're born, we live, we die. And the elementals are actually the ones that, that cause that to happen. They are spiritual beings. Now, what's going on right now, I believe that these, particularly the gnomes, the earth elementals and the fairies, are trying to make us very aware of what our job is to protect Mother Earth, the Earth itself, since that's what they are primarily responsible for. And I think our consciousness is being downloaded. Our subconscious mind, the collective subconscious mind, is being downloaded with information so that we're better able to accept what our responsibility is for for this. Um, I think this is becoming that you see it more. It's becoming more mainstream, just like meditation. Who who talked about meditation 20, 25 years ago? It's very mainstream um, right now. (laughs) Yeah. But I do think we need to focus our attention, and they are being making us aware that is what we need to be doing at this point. It's so interesting because, like, one of the things I already love about this podcast is you and I are going to, like, respectfully agree to disagree on certain things. And, like, my my thing with the earth, like, when I talk to her, which is frequently I sit with my my butt under almost every single day, it is just part of my spiritual practice. And, um, you know, when I talk to her, I get that she's okay, but she says humanity is in trouble. So, you know, she'll be here whether – we're here or not, you know, and has always been here. And like, so I don't, I don't get the sense that like earth going anywhere or in trouble. I think she could use our help always just like all beings exactly. can use our help. Right. But I, but I think humanity is more in trouble because humanity hasn't figured out consumption. Right. And that could be a whole another podcast and we're not going to get super political in this at all. Uh, but I think humanity needs to really learn symbiosis and respect to the earth and respect to the animals and the interconnectedness. And I think, like, the, you can look to the natives and they had an under, a full use understand of what a partnership in that space, right? So, I, yeah, so I just think the, these beings are here to help for sure. So can mm-hmm. we talk to them? Like, can we... Can we talk to them? Can we grow? Like, could we could we see them? Like, could we? Like, I'm fascinated by it, right? Like, because I just, I know there's got to be fairies. And, I, I mean, we used to call it the, you know, the magical goats of the ranch. And there was this whole area that felt like the fairies were living there. And then when they cut it down and the new owners, like, I was really sad. And I even said to them, like, hey, are you guys okay? Like, I started to talk to them the way I would talk to animals and say, are you guys okay? And they're like, oh, we're kind of upset <laughs> about what happened. So, but but tell me, like, do you think we can talk to them? Do you think we can see them? Do you have examples of this? I absolutely, I fully believe that we can talk to them and communicate, whether we talk in words, like you use words, 
Um, but when you hear back, you might not necessarily hear or see with the five senses that we have, but certainly with our clairvoyant senses, we're able to connect with these elementals very easily, you know, anytime. In fact, it's funny, when I, when I was working on my PhD and I, one of the projects that I did was make a fairy garden out in the back of our house. And I was, I asked for their help as I was putting it together, where they would like to be, what section they wanted in and so forth. And I was looking for actual physical um, products to represent the different uh, elements as I put it in. And I'd go to the thrift stores and I'd find exactly what I needed. And one of the things I was asking for was something that would be a doorway, something that we think of as a doorway from their realm into our realm so that they would easily be able to come and visit in this fairy garden that I was making for Aww. them. So it was kind of fun, yeah, to have that show up. <laughs> I love the doors. I have, like, some in mind. So my fairy garden, which you really helped inspire – should post a photo of it is like it's all the horses right like I've tried to replicate the horses that I've worked with um so I've got like this little Palomino Icelandic and and then the and all I have all these different animals in mind mine's really much about like it's all the fairies with all the unicorns and the animals and like I love yours too and you do them seasonally don't you I do yeah I make one usually for each season or sometimes I'll make it for a holiday rather than a season but yeah I do. And then you have one that but lives they're, outside they're in Florida. Yeah, yeah those are your inside one outside. Mine's inside, too. And yeah. then you have the one outside, which is gorgeous. We should get a photo of that, too. It's just so beautiful. And that doorway, it's so interesting you mentioned that because here's a synchronicity. Like, So when they cut down all this beautiful area where I really felt the fairies were living outside of where my goats are, I actually went and bought – it was like at the dollar store. I love how even like the dollar store has all the fairy stuff, right? Like you can make a fairy garden <laughs> mm-hmm. for inexpensively now. So I think it's so beautiful. It's everywhere. So I put a little doorway inside of the goat barn now so that they can come oh, and go. And the yeah. And I knew just to buy that one thing. And just to honor them, just to be like, Hey, you're still, you're still welcome here. Here's your door. So I had no idea you did mm-hmm. that. That's really cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, and then, like, you know, funny story of, like, me growing up and, like, you totally acknowledging this, like, when I was young, which I love, which is, like, when I was a kid, every year at St. Patrick's Day, I would build a whole leprechaun house, right? Like, and I think it was, mm-hmm. like, back then, I was, like, I've got to trap them, but it was more, like, I've got to catch them. <laughs> or I've got to, and I swear to you and to the world, like, I used to see them, like, when I was yeah. little, because I had my gifts were like super heightened when I was a kid right and then I got freaked out and turned them all off and then luckily turned them back on but like so what I mean like what was that about like do you remember do you have a memory of me and the leprechaun I when do. I was a kid sure I remember and at Christmas time we always there was a, a ceramic house that I had made one time I think it was right even before you were born and we just used it but then we always used to say that was where the fairies lived at Christmas time, but I used it in a negative way. They were watching you to make sure you guys were <laughs> not misbehaving. Oh man! <laughs> Do you remember that? 
Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> what I do remember is I, like, would see flickers of things, right, which is how I've always been mm-hmm. able to, like, if I have seen ghosts, which luckily I don't anymore. And, like, well, that's not true. I still see flickers of stuff. And so I – but I, like, loved the leprechauns. Like, I always – and, like, mm-hmm. one of my friends and mentors always said, hey, if you need something, just go send your leprechauns, right, because I'm mostly Irish. And, like, when I was in Ireland, Ireland's so alive, like, with fairy lore and leprechaun lore. And, like, I don't know. It just feels, like, more magical than, mm-hmm. like, this technology concrete jungle that I – I mean, I worked in your city for years, right? Like, it's just so different. So I love that we can visit places where we can reconnect with, like, it's almost like this ancient wisdom where, like, and there's just mm-hmm. this playful nature to it, this awe and wonder. Like, I love awe and wonder. So what would you say it is for you? Oh, it's definitely a connection. I, I like it as a connection because I don't go into nature the way you do regularly with the animals. I mean, when I go for a hike or if I go on some, you know, some kind of a trip, I always make a point. Like, you and I have been to many beautiful places because you like to be in nature all the time. But I yeah. just, I use my yard, my gardens, you know, more than anything else. But, yeah, I, I definitely think we have a connection to it because we are nature. You know, we are an aspect of nature. We just look different than the trees or the streams, you know. Um, but we are, we are also nature. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, with that, I want to let the listeners know, if you're listening live or later, a couple ways to take this deeper, if you're interested, if this sparks interest. So one is that you wrote, like, an ebook, which is, like, what? Mm-hmm. I have it right in front of me. It's awesome. I, like, learned so much, like, seven pages <laughs> here or so on these topics. Well, it's actually and it's more now. It's- it's 14 oh, pages now. On the- good. <laughs> yes. So, and if you can download it for $5 on the Metaphysical nope. website. And, you know, what is it's it? It's free. It's free. Oh, we're making okay. We're making this particular one free to anybody Great. that's listening to Divas That Care so they can go on the website and download it for free. Okay, beautiful. What's the website URL? Metaphysical it's, Center um, Nope, it's metaphysicalcenter.org, www.metaphysicalcenter.org. And right on the home page, there's a link. Okay. So if you're interested in that, please please grab that, read about this, let us know if you have questions. There's also a link to that on the About page of Meet Kate and Meet Peggy to the Metaphysical Center. One other thing the Metaphysical Center is doing real quick is there is a fair – uh, psychic fair coming up the last weekend of April with different psychics. I know I'm doing animal communication, mini readings, 30-minute readings, um, and horse wisdom readings where people pick which horse they want messages from and want to answer their questions. So that uh, that is April 30th and May 1st. You can get information Next there, weekend. too, and sign up. Next weekend, right, for readings. And then mm-hmm. for Earth Day, too, just, you know, I am super grateful to be in these two books. They're through uh, Sacred Stories, uh, Common Sentience is the, is the book line, and I was in the Animals one with Dr. Stephen Farmer in January, and it's all about the spirit animals, and uh, I have a story in there about donkeys, and then I have a story about trees, and these sort of magical trees, and how I work with them in coaching sessions, and 
with the horses as well, and that's in a book called Nature. And Anna Maria is an incredible nature uh, guide, and so she's the one that is the main author of that book and has information here about the elements and the elementals in her book, too. So those are available. You can order directly from me. I have a few copies left, or you can certainly get them on Amazon or uh, the Sacred Stories website. So both nature, I have a chapter in, and animals. So, yeah, and then I'm also doing a silent retreat in nature for Earth Day. So I have those at the ranch if you're near Boulder, Colorado, and feel free to reach out. My website is katenelligan.com. It's one L-N-E-L-I-G-A-N. So feel free to reach out to me there um, or ask to be added to either of our lists if you want to stay in the know for more. The next one's May 19th. I think we're going to do past lives. We'll see. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed today. If you did, comment, let us know. Um, You know, we appreciate all of that. And there will be uh, replays as well on, like, SoundCloud and other places that you can listen. Um, Please share this. And thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Mom. Any final comments? Yeah. Nope. Wonderful, Kate. Thank you so much. Really was wonderful. You're so welcome. And I'm really excited to do this room with you and for you and for everyone else. I'm really grateful. And have a wonderful Earth Day, everyone, tomorrow. Please go hug a tree and tell an animal, wild or domestic, that you are grateful for them and love them. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and, of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.